Welcome to the Action Takers Podcast. I am your co-host, Nate. We have JC here with us as always. JC, how is it going? It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours. Dude, it's uh, it's way better than you. It's uh, Weather in, in Georgia is uh, absolutely beautiful. It was a high of 65. Uh, went on a little jog today. Was sweating my ass off. Was feeling pretty good. And uh, then I look on the news and people are dying in California, fucking flash floods, tornadoes, uh, all kinds of crazy shit. And I just I just wonder, you know, what you know, what, what's going on over there in the uh, the old West Coast? Man, it is crazy. There is no drought anymore. We've freaking been getting rain for I don't know how many weeks now uh, and, and tons of rain. Uh, the other night it was like monsoon pouring down like it's just ridiculous. Uh, freaking the rivers are full. The lakes are full. Like, I, you know, it's like all the rain we haven't been getting in the past, like five years, 10 years, however long it's been, uh, is like finally here, uh, all in a couple weeks. So it's, uh, it, it has been crazy. My, my favorite part about California is just the people. The people bitch and complain for fucking years. I can't water my lawn. I don't have any water. Like, you know, we can't, the lake's empty. We can't, we, you know, it's more like a pond when we take a boat out. And then, then all of a sudden you get too much rain and you're bitching and complaining about fucking how much rain you got. It, uh, it just cracks me up. It's, it, uh, it resembles the weather, like it legitimately, like earlier or the end of last year, you know, we were having these, you know, we like three weeks ago, we had a bunch of flash floods and, with a tornado and all this bullshit. And uh, it's like when, when it hits California, it's like a fucking, it's like a world. It's like, a you know, the world stops and uh, it just, it just cracks me up. Oh my gosh. Of course. You know, it, that's how we are though. We're, we're going to complain about everything. Too much rain, not enough rain, whatever. Too much sun, not enough sun. Whatever it is, we are going to complain because we just have these, uh, you know, these ex- expectations. There just needs to be perfect weather all the time. You know, whatever it is. So, uh, what, yeah. I, I, this is off topic, but do you like? Do you think the homeless people in California are like, ah, oh, we should probably move. <laughs> like, what we should seek I, higher ground? You know, honestly, I haven't really been driving and seen a whole bunch. Uh, I, I got the occasional ones that, that walk past the work, uh, but you know, as far as like the 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 tent cities, you know, I haven't really. I had seen what's going on with that. It is, it's almost just same thing during COVID, right? The homeless people, no matter what's going on, they're just kind of immune to it, whether it's raining, whether it's, you know, COVID, uh, they're just not affected by it, but everyone else is. Dude, it's, it, it cracks me up because like a, the equipment that the, the homeless in California uses is pretty remarkable. Like, I don't know if REI needs to go in there and like take some, like some test samples of these tents, but I want to use whatever tent that, you know, these guys are using because they can withstand all that stuff. Those guys will be dried out by, you know, by next Tuesday and be totally fine. It, uh, it's anyways, it, uh, it got me thinking. So what you, you brought up a topic earlier before we, we hit record about prepping, especially with the, uh, you know, the weather conditions in California. Um, uh, what, what is your, what is your thought on prepping? What, what is, what is your take on it? Do you prep? And when uh, I say, you know- when I say prep, I mean like, you know, someone who takes a conscious effort on storing certain essential items in their home or at their business or at a storage facility that's easily accessible that can help them survive for a, a you know extended period of time. Yeah, and it's 
I always, so I don't, I'm not fully, um, prepped, you know, I got, I got a little, a super small go, go bag, you know, that I would grab in, in that case, if it was a, you know, you gotta be evacuated, you gotta emergency, emergency type situation. Um, but yeah, as far as, uh, prepping it, it, it's always when these type of situations come up is when I really like, you know, I probably should be more prepared for food, water, uh, some other essential items that you might need if you had to evacuate or something comes up for a week. So I am not uh, prepared. I have not prepped, but is a topic that I thought it'd be good to talk about and, you know, kind of get your opinion on it. And, uh, and if you do it at all as well. It, so when I lived, when I lived in California, we, we did it a little bit just because in the circumstances that we lived in. So we lived in California, we lived on some land and we we relied on um, um, a well to essentially supply us our water. And whenever things that look like they were going to go south, like either with the power company or there was a lot of fires, we would start prepping and like preparing our home to be able to hold a certain amount of gallons of water. So like for us to last a couple of weeks, you know, to flush the toilet, like we would fill up both bathtubs full of essentially like water and just, it was not drinking water, but it was just for like the toilet. And then we would, you know, then we would, we always carried uh, like gallon jugs of water everywhere. So like if we, we would buy a couple a month and then, you know, we would hold on to those, we would drink them and then we would just fill them back up with our normal drinking water. The food thing, we always, we always kind of stocked a, a pretty good stock of like frozen stuff, um, either stuff that we killed or stuff that, you know, it was just, you know, that frozen lasagna that you never eat until you actually absolutely have to. Um, so we prepped in like that case scenario. And then when we got out to Georgia, we got rid of most of that stuff. And I realized like, this is probably the more ideal place to prep. Like when hurricane season hits and there's a hurricane coming, like people lose their mind. Like it's the pandemic all over again. They rush to the store and buy the entire store out. Like it's, there's thousands of people. They take all the toilet paper, they take, you know, all the food, all the milk, all the, all the essential things to survive and everyone loses their mind. So we haven't, we've done it a little bit, uh, but it's something that, you know, there's kind of, at least in Georgia, there's kind of a season for prepping where, you know, sometimes we get prepared, you know, especially in, in the summer months in the, in the fall months, um, you know, but in the winter, we're not, we're not, we can pretty much, we can pretty much survive. Yeah. And, and well, and it's, sometimes it's not even a prep. It's just having, you know, those certain things though, too ready that you would want to take with you. Cause like, like I said, in the in situation with the flooding, it's, they're like, Hey, you got to evacuate. Right. I mean, obviously it's, it was usually with fires, people that lived in, like you said, the, the kind of fire zones and you know, okay, I could have to evacuate fires, but uh, we don't even think about it obviously because we didn't get rain, but now it's something you got to think about is, is that, you know, they're, they're freaking flooding. You got to grab those things that you might need uh, and, and get out of there. Uh, you know, uh, you're not as, uh, I don't think you're as, you know, going to lose as much of your stuff if it floods, you know, obviously if you have stuff on the, you know, so much, but you know, people in two story houses or whatever it is, you know, most of your stuff, your belongings will be fine opposed to like a fire where it's it'll just all burn up. But, um, you know, I, I guess there's some of those things too. We always got to, prepared for you know your essential items that you might need if you freaking uh, have to get out of there quick well what's what's an essential item that you like it's a must like that you're you're taking with you i 
you know, like, I, well, as it is, I mean, I already have all my documents. Is it your, is it your protein powder? That's what you're bringing protein <laughs> in your. Well, well, that, that should be in your, your big storage, <laughs> uh, storage container that you have, but, uh, yeah. no, but you know, like, like all my, you know, all my important documents I, I have like in a separate kind of container that's kind of, you know, easy, you know, easily to grab if, you know, I kind of keep them all in there. So, you know, that, that's one thing I, you know, all, all the essential documents, um, uh, you know, and then obviously, you know, your, your stuff for your safety that, you know, that's in kind of my go bag, uh, if you ever just got to, you know, leave and, and need some stuff in, in the, uh, kind of, uh, I don't know, no power, no nothing. Uh, if, if the whole, whole world goes to shit time, uh, <laughs> that I have. Okay. It's, uh, so f for me, it's, uh, there's like three things that I, I typically like are pretty easily accessible. The paperwork thing, that's, you know, it's something that we, we have ready to go. And it's, it's sitting next to the other thing that I thought, I thought initially I was like, I'm crazy. Like I should just keep this in a bank. And I don't, I, I have a certain like amount of funds that once I, you know, kind of, I saved, I specifically saved up for this reason to have a certain amount of cash on hand. Uh, my grandpa used to scare the crap out of me. He's like, well, what if money currency goes, you know, you know, falls apart again, you know, we're going to have to rely on gold and silver. So he went out and bought a bunch of gold bars and silver bars. Then he's like, Oh crap. Like, okay, I got to get some change. So then he went out and bought like silver coins and, you know, anyways, it was, it's something that like, I've got a certain amount of cash that I want to bring with me just in case things have, things do go down. Um, and it's not like an infinite amount, but it's, it's a supply that we can kind of get by for, you know, I don't know, a couple weeks. Um, and then the third thing is definitely, uh, something to protect myself and my family. Um, I found that, uh, yeah, when things are going south, it, uh, you know, people tend to act a little goofy. Oh yeah, it, it definitely. Uh, it's just one of those things. Uh, <laughs> and, and for those that, you know, don't have protection, you know, the people that do are going to come and take your stuff. So it's, you know, uh, it's always good to, to kind of, uh, Get into that 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 uh, that protection mode if, if you're one of those people that don't believe in it. You just never know. It's it's funny because like it's something that like as I see successful people in the world, they tend to have like they tend to have like a go to plan um, on where they're like a lot of these like you know somewhat w very wealthy people they've all got some cabins you know with a stash of like food and water up in the mountains somewhere. You know, in case like, you know, heaven forbid someone nukes us or something crazy. And it's just it's one of those things that like I think one of these days I will get there. I'm one of those goofy guys who if I get into a prepping stage, like, look out, I'm going to be canning beans and, you know, pickling <laughs> freaking tomatoes and, you know, some crazy shit. But it uh, it just got me thinking, like, the more like these kind of crazy natural disaster type things happen, and it seems like they're happening more and more often. Dude, there's a solid business out there. Like if you sold a go bag, which had like two weeks worth of food, some water, maybe, a, you know, something to help protect yourself, a, you know, I don't know, a flashlight, a first aid kit, you know, a cell phone charger that's like charged or like a solar charger for your phone. Dude, I think you could, I think like when these natural disasters happen, dude, I think you would just crush it in the market. 
Yeah. And the big one too, that I I've seen that has kind of been emerging just from, you know, random times online is, is something to filter your water, right? Like it, it, that's one thing too, right? You're, you're out wherever uh, and you just might not have accessible drinking water, but something that can filter water, you know, whether it's from a river or a lake or whatever um, is another thing I think uh, we kind of don't think about. Dude, it's uh yeah, I agree. I think those are pretty cool. Um, you know, I was a boy scout once, so like I can figure out like the water thing doesn't scare me that much for whatever reason. I don't know why, but it, uh, dude, I, I just jumped on a miss my Patriot supply. Oh my gosh. Talk about a prepping website. This thing, you can buy a one year supply of emergency food supply with 2000 calories a day. Good God. I would gain fucking 800 pounds. Um, dude, for 2,600 bucks, dude, I might as well just, I might just want to eat this like daily. It looks pretty good. It's got like pancakes and like mashed potatoes. It's got pasta and bread. It's pretty tasty, like Kool-Aid maybe. I don't know what that is, but, you know, pancakes and strawberries. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's fresh. That's got to be fake, but um, kind of interesting business. I think I think some of these things like, you know, are, are pretty, I don't know, pretty unique and pretty neat. And especially when like, I don't know if you could figure out a way to maybe become an affiliate, especially if you're you're in this niche to some of these prepping things. Like it's because at some point in time, like things are going to go bad and these things are just going to fly off the shelves. Yeah. I have them online. Like I know Costco, I used to see something similar like that. You know, you can buy a three month or six month supply that came in a giant freaking five gallon, uh, uh, tub. Uh, I, even I've seen, even at Walmart kind of in the camping section, I think I've seen like backpacks. They, they have kind of similar, like you're talking about first aid kit, it, maybe only like two weeks or a week or two worth of food, but you know, they have a, a smaller kind of kids too, that you can kind of buy. Uh, so it is something that I think has gained traction more recently uh, and is beneficial and just something to remind everyone to maybe pick up, you know, even, even a, a two-week supply because you just never know. If you have to leave your house for a couple of days, uh, you know, and who knew, you know, because it means there's probably no power. There's probably not, no uh, other things, you know, going on. You never know. You just might need some some food on the go. Yeah, dude, it's uh, I absolutely, yeah, I, I, I highly recommend people doing this, but it's, you know, at the same time, you know, be one of those crazy people when things happen and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get you figured out. Trust me. It's uh, I, I, I might be the guy on the hill selling the stuff, you know, selling the picks and shovels, you know, but, uh, dude, it's, uh, dude, this has been a, uh, a freaking crazy week for me. I mean, I know you guys are having flash floods and, you know, the typical weather in, you know, in Georgia, but. Dude, I'm gonna be homeless here in a in a few days. You still there? Oh, there we go. Yep. Uh, yeah, which is exactly kind of segueing from what we were just talking about. So you're actually you're voluntarily uh, uh, leaving your 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 home to go and uh, and travel and, and be homeless. Dude, it, I, I never thought I'd be excited about being homeless. It's it's one of those things that like, you know, you spend your entire life like just being like groomed to, you know, you know, work Monday through Friday, you know, buy a house, settle down in, a, in the suburbs of a big city, get a golf membership. And I did that for a little bit. And then I was like, 
fuck this. Like, dude, I'm having a panic attack. Like, I, I want to go travel. I want to go do some cool shit. And yeah, dude, we we uh, we successfully. I mean, successfully in the sense of they haven't moved in yet, but the uh, we've we've decided to rent out our main residence as a uh, fully furnished house. So we're gonna leave all our furniture and our our personal belong, like all of our like you know sentimental stuff and all our valuable stuff. We're gonna you know we're gonna stick in storage. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, we're, we're going to be homeless officially on Monday and, uh, we're going to head out East. We're going to go visit, uh, some family in Savannah and then, you know, go from, go from the Atlantic to the Pacific. If California is still there. Oh, man, that's, that's, uh, I, that's awesome. What, what is your guys's, uh, are you guys doing like an RV? You got a camper on the truck? I mean, what, how are you guys uh, doing it? We don't really have a plan. It's, uh, it's one of those things like. So I, we started this, we started this YouTube channel of the adventurous three and it's essentially my, myself, my wife and my son. And we decided that we wanted to road trip across the United States a, because it, it makes for really good content, but also in exchange for my father-in-law watching my dog for four or five months, we're going to, you know, when we return to Georgia, we're going to drag uh, a, a trailer and a quad and a razor back to him. Uh, out, you know, from California to Georgia. So it was a good exchange, but also like my wife had never seen most of the United States. And when I drove across the United States to move to Georgia, I, we didn't really like, we did it as fast as we could. Like we did it in like three days. Like all, all I did was sit in my truck and look out the windshield and, and hauled ass to get over here. And uh, so we're going to take our time. We're going to, you know, we, we might, uh, we've got a tent. Um, we have some ice chests. We have a barbecue and a stove. And we're going to camp slash Airbnb it across the United States. we got a couple places picked out that we want to, we want to visit and, and do specifically like we want to go to like Louisiana and like go to like the, you know, bourbon street or whatever, you know, get some beads and then uh, head to Texas, check out a couple cities in Texas. We've never really spent a lot of time there. And then we're going to cruise over to LA and see some friends and then cruise up North uh, if death Valley is still there and, and run a marathon. And then, Get on a plane and go to Bali, Indonesia. Man, that's awesome. And and it's been a long time since I've done a road trip. But yeah, when you're actually uh, you know taking your time and it, it's there's some cool stuff to see that that you know you really don't um, think about. Uh, and like you said, when you're moving, yeah, the, the, all you want to do is freaking just get to where you're moving to. But um, the last road trip I did, I went all the way to South Dakota. Uh, with my family. And that was, that was interesting. That was fun. Uh, you know, and seeing all the, the, the States, the flyover States, as they say, uh, and a lot of people wouldn't do that. You're taking the actions and Hey, let's, uh, let's just do this right now. Why wait? Well, it, I, it's funny. Cause like everyone that we tell everyone we talk to our, our neighborhood neighborhood had like a little, gathering we sat around the fire pit and smoked cigars and had a few beverages and and everyone that i talked to everyone that we explained to them what we're doing they all say the same thing and it just it it cracks me up it, it makes me a little sad and then also like it just is you know it's just a bit frustrating at times and one of the things that everyone says is how how are you guys doing this like how are you guys doing this but also like 
what are you going to do for work? Like everyone, th- everyone asks us like, well, what are you going to, how are you going to make money? And then they go. And then the third thing they say is, man, as soon as I retire, I'm going to do the same thing. And I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm like one, like here's this giant thing called Google. Okay. Just figure like how to retire in a year. Like there's an article out there that you could read and educate yourself. So you can kind of do what we're doing. If that's the life that you choose to live. And, uh, and then the second thing, like thing, the second thing that just cracks me up is like, people don't like, people cannot comprehend, like, we're going to just create content for a living. People are like, but what do you, how do you like, you can't make money doing that. Can you like, it's like, oh no, it's, you know, have you ever heard of Casey Neistat guys worth freaking a bunch of money? Um, you know, Gary V bunch of you know, freaking probably worth a hundred million, $200 million. Um, so it's been it's been a it's been an interesting process, and even a lot of people are like, well, you know, understandable. It's an extended vacation. I'm like, oh no no no, like we're gonna do this full time. And they're like, well, what what do you do with your son? I'm like, well, we're bringing him. Like, we're not <laughs> just leave our kid. What would you just leave him? And then the, then the dog on the side of the road? No, we're bringing him with us. And it just people cannot they just can't comprehend it. It's uh it's absolutely kind of crazy to me. It, you know, it, it is. And I saw a video, I, don't, I forget who posted it. And, and they were just talking about that, that, you know, that we, you know, people work 40 years to say, finally, I retire, then that's when I'm going to go enjoy, you know, this stuff. But then at the same time, by the time that happens, you know, you're not in the best, you know, not everyone is in the best shape to really go enjoy all these things, you know, because uh, some of these things you want to go do does require a little bit of uh, movement, you know, a little <laughs> exercise. You want to go see the Grand Canyon, you got to be able to walk down there, walk, you know, uh, walk around to, to really enjoy some of these things. So um, it, it's one of those things that, yeah, like we, we are sold this thing of you're going to work, retire, then you can buy the RV or, or do the RV and do the travel. But by then, you know, these people, you know, you're going to be 70 years old. You're not going to be able to enjoy it the way you can when you're in your 30s or 40s. Well, and it's, dude, it's one of those things that we, they're like, what are you going to do with your house? I'm like, we're going to rent it out. And they're like, you're going to have someone sleeping in your bed. And I'm like, well, if you were hammered drunk right now and you didn't have a bed to sleep in, I would let you sleep in mine. Okay. I would sleep on the couch. Like, it's not like, have you been to a hotel? Like you've stayed in dirtier places. All right. Like my bed is completely, it's not that big of a deal. We're going to have it clean. You know, we're not giving them our, it's, you know, I'm not giving them my Snuggie, you know, to, to, you know, fornicate with, um, you know, it just, I don't know. There's certain things and certain like attitude about it. It's, it's pretty unique. And the one thing that like kind of shocks me is like, one of the thing people always say is like, man, I just, I wish I could travel. I wish I could, you know, live and do whatever I want, whenever I want. And I'm like, we'll start a business. And they're like, well, well I, I can't do that. You know, I, I, I don't, I like work. And, you know, it's like, good God, like you, you wish you want to do all these things but you're not willing to do like just some hard work to get it done. So you can go and do the things that you kind of want to do. And it just, I don't know, for me, like uh, I was, I was talking to my wife about it and it's just, it's something that like we put a date on it, like a couple of years, like one of the reasons why we moved to Georgia was one to, to do exactly what we're doing. And it's funny because once you put a date on it and you go, fuck it, like literally like, fuck it, we're doing this it's crazy how things like just fall into place. And there's some things that like have gone definitely like high into the right and like things haven't worked out. And, 
you know, it's been challenging. It's been tough. It, a lot of tears, you know, a lot of, you know, we lost some money. We've gained some money, but it's all working out. And it's just, it's just weird. It's like, to me, like, I, I don't think enough people talk about this particular topic of like, you literally can do whatever you want in life. You know, if you want to retire at 40, fucking retire at 40. Well, you know, my pension. And it's like, well, well fucking maybe, maybe look into something that's not a pension, maybe not a 401k. Maybe not the stock market. Maybe, I don't know, if I can create an NFT project and make a couple million bucks. You might you might also lose a couple million bucks. But it's just one of those things like, I don't know, like people want to play the game, but they don't want to take any of the risk. Well, and, and it's not only it's a touch on a couple of things. The first thing, the job thing, like there are so many jobs now that you can work remotely, whether it's sales, whether it's um, even like call center reps. Like you can literally be on a call center rep and you work from home or, or anyway, as long as you have a laptop and internet, um, you can do, you know, so many jobs now that are, that are remote. So, uh, that I think people are just uncomfortable with that idea, right. Of like, Oh, I can work at a job that I don't have to go into. I mean, even though it's a common thing now, you know, from the pandemic, but at the same time, they don't really kind of think about that. Like, Oh, there's, there's stuff I can do to make money while I'm traveling. Uh, you know, legit stuff that are, you know, your regular, regular things. Um, and then, and then on top of that, you know, it, it's just, I think it's that people are just to get out of what their routine is or what they know or, or anything that's not part of the norm. Cause we're, we're so, so um, programmed, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Like you said, we're taught, Hey, this is what you're supposed to do. College work, retire. So any of these things where you talk about, yeah, I'm going to go travel for five months uh, right now. Like it's just so out of the norm that people can't comprehend it. And, and even to touch on that thing where how you're saying, once you kind of said it, and do things that kind of falls into place and, and it um it, it goes for for you know right set the date what am i going to do how am i going to do it what am i going to do towards it and and even with just other things you know what uh when you're trying to improve yourself just doing the knowing where you're going and doing the stuff daily you're not going to see the result but like you're saying kind of everything just starts falling into place once you set a routine or set goals or set tasks and and work on them every day well, and it's it's one of those things that like once you, once you commit, like it's not I mean, it really isn't that hard. Like you got to be patient, you got to be present, and you got to you know you got to be determined, and you you've got to not give up. You know, and there's been a lot. You know, don't get me wrong. Like in the last you know like almost three years, like there's been many times, many times where I look at my wife and go, I think I'm gonna go get a job. Hell, I've even taken jobs and then I show up and I do it for a day and I'm like, screw this. Like, this is not my freaking plan. This is not what I'm going to do in my life. And, but people look at us and they think we're crazy. Like, oh, you're going to rent out your house. Well, why do you only have one car? And I go, well, uh, instead of, instead of buying another car, we bought a rental property that is paying us cash flow and we can either save and go travel where we're not going to actually need any cars and, or we can buy another car and we can just hang out with you every weekend. And I don't want to do that. Like that is like, I, I like hanging out with you. I just don't want to hang out with you every weekend, you know, plus there's no beach in my backyard. You, you know, and, and that's one of the, the, uh, just that, that mindset, right. Of I like of the things of like, Hey, I can buy something that's just depreciating and that I'm paying for every month. Or I can buy this thing, you know, that is actually making me money, you know, buy this asset. 
Um, and it's, and it's, uh, it's a thing that like, just the more I've learned about, you know, this type, you know, doing that, spending my money on things that are actually going to get me paid or, or, or appreciate over time versus buying these things that are depreciating and, and you're constantly paying for. Um, it's just a lot of people don't know or don't think that it works or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, a uh, crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, it is crazy. And I, I think it's a lesson of like, sacrifice sacrifice like the the creature comforts like now and enjoy them you know two three four or five years down the road in in a in a place where like you really want to be you know what i mean like i i could sit here you know in front of my you know my freaking big screen tv and i could watch fucking you know uh you know facebook and fucking scroll instagram and watch eight thousand tiktoks you know and watch fucking bravo tv or you could just fucking get to work, you know, like it, it takes a little bit of effort, but it doesn't take that much effort, you know, and like the payoff is so it's so grand. It's so great. And, you know, I'm not even trying to speak to me in five months or six months. You'd be like, how's travel world life going? And I'd be like, oh, I hate it. You know, I, I don't know. I, I might love it. But it's uh, it's one of those things that like I think, you know, the, the thing that we don't take a, the, the thing that we don't take advantage of the most is the time that we have on this planet. We, like you said earlier, like we just, you know, you work 40 years and then you retire and then you die. Like you, you, you work 40 years to spend five years of your life, you know, hanging out, you know, and enjoying life. And it's just like, well, how do we speed that up? And I think, you know, if you're really into this and you really want some more education on it, a you could, you know, buy my course, just kidding. Um, someday I'll have a course, but it uh, maybe like, so if you go to like fire, uh, like there's a fire Reddit group um, that you can look up. It's, it's financial independence, retire early uh, type group where they talk and show you kind of like how to, how to go about doing that. And it's a lot of like sacrifice and everyone's like, one of the things that we get asked is like, you know, how much is it going to cost to travel around the world? And I'm like, surprisingly cheap. Like it, we will, we will be able to live on, about a third of what we would live on here in the United States, which is it, for most people are like, no, I don't think it's like, no, you, you literally can. Well, and the, especially for like, you know, from California to some of these other States, I mean, you know, you can live off of half of what you have, you know, because of just the cost of living is so much less. And then, you know, people don't realize that, but then, yeah, like, so you're talking about going to some of these other countries where, yeah, you can, you definitely can. And, uh, I mean, yeah, make your dollar go, go so much further. And, and the thing is, is you're not, as you said, I think we've talked, you've talked about on some of the other, uh, podcasts, you're not sacrificing, um, quality, you know, you, you're actually getting the same, if not better for less money, uh, whether it's housing or food or, or whatever the other stuff is. Dude, it, so I'll give you an example and I, we're not there yet, but it's, you know, based on the information that we've gathered, the information that we've, you know, the people that we've talked to in, in Bali, Indonesia, like you legitimately for 350 bucks a month, you can, you can pay someone to come into your house every single day, make your bed, do your dishes, clean, clean up any mess, sweep, vacuum, clean the pool, do all these things that take up time. Like right now I'm sitting in my house and I'm like, Oh, I got to do the dishes from last night. I got to, you know, I got to sweep and pick up the, the toys. You know, I got to do all these things. And it's like, what, what could I be doing different 
then I could actually be affecting the world in a positive way. Or maybe I could be exchanging that time, you know, to, you know, for something else, maybe record more podcasts or, or create more blog posts or, you know, edit more YouTube videos, the things that I enjoy doing and just pay someone to do the things that you don't want to do. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. I think, I think we have this halfway crazy idea of going to this, you know, this other country and realizing that, you know, we can live on a lot less but we can live like, 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 like very, you know, well, very well off, especially being uh, here in America. Well, that, I mean, for that price, you can maybe get a day's worth of all that stuff done. <laughs> so you're talking about a whole month it, it, is uh, pretty good. It, well, in, in that, in that um, analogy that you're just using is, it, I, I think it was Dean. I can't even say his last name. Graziosi or, uh, he was he was talking about that the first time he kind of realized and he just he compared it to doing, you know, mowing the lawn. Uh, and, and, you know, he came from a very blue collar, uh, you know, upbringing. And his his dad got so upset with him when he found out that he paid someone 50 bucks to mow his lawn. And, he you know, he's like, well, you can do it yourself. And, and he was like, yes, I can do it myself. But for that time, I can make X amount of money versus you know, uh, and while I'm paying someone $50 versus me doing it myself and, and losing out on that money. So it, it is a certain thing, depending on what it is, you know, it, it is, it's, it's, you're 10xing your, that $50 you're spending because you're, you're that hour or whatever it is, you know, can create so much more income. Uh, so it is, you know, it's, it's a, and it's a benefit too. I mean, cause someone else is earning something, uh, and you're earning something, you know, it, to me, it's a win-win situation if you, if you're doing it right. Dude, it, there's a guy in my neighborhood who cuts lawns. He also won a Super Bowl with the 49ers. Okay. So this guy, I mean, he lives in a $2 million house, not because he played for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not going to name any names. Okay. We might be buddies, but it, this dude, he makes more money cutting grass. Like, and people don't understand that. Like, I, I know people who, who legitimately make $150,000 picking up dog shit. That's all they do. They just pick up dog shit. It's not even that much dog shit. And it's just remarkable what you could do out there. And, and like for me, like going out mowing my lawn or going to my storage facility and spending four hours a week mowing the grass on, on not the proper equipment, I can go, I can go out and create more content. I can go advertise. I can go market. I can make that money back. And people just, it's, it's one of those things that once you understand that concept and grasp at that reality, especially if you're self-employed, especially if you're an entrepreneur, especially if you're a business owner. But even if you work at a job, like if you have three kids and they're not old enough to cut the grass, well, guess what? If you pay someone to cut the grass, you'll be able to spend some of that time with your family. And you can't like, those people are out there doing it anyways. Like 40% of America doesn't cut their own grass. So why the hell should you? And you go back to the, 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 a good point. They have the equipment that like, they do it so fast, so efficiently, so good that it's, it's, uh, you know, compared to what, you know, what we could do, it's, um, it's worth the money. <laughs> Dude, it just, it just, uh, you know, it just drives me crazy. Like that mindset alone is like it for me. Once I learned that, like things just changed, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it really changed. Especially, I mean, shit, I owned a service business this last year, which I'm proudly closing down because it's just one of those things like, it's not like the time that I spend 
it just it just seems like it's a little bit more valuable. And, and not to speak down to anyone who does those jobs, it's just that's just not what I really wanted to do with my life. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's all about finding finding that right um, vehicle that that you can that you enjoy, I, and, and all those. I mean, like you're saying, whether it's cutting grass, whether it's plumbers, roofer, there's all these businesses, these people that make uh, a good amount of money um, doing it. So it's uh, it's more of just finding what you like to do. Dude, I think we put a bow on it. Call call it a day. It uh, we'll we'll talk to you next week, Nate. It's uh, it's one of those things that I will be. I don't know where I'll be. Hopefully not on the side of the road. Well, unless Hopefully. I'm in like a tent, you know, a campsite <laughs> tent. Yeah. Yes, and for everyone out there, please like, subscribe, share. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what's ours.